All of us are acutely aware of the solemnity of living with MBC. On this podcast, we often talk about difficult subjects, and grief, fear, and sorrow are not strangers to us. This season, we would like to introduce a new segment on the pod, Think Joy Thursday. This is not about the bells, whistles, and confetti kind of joy, but rather a reminder to us all that even in the darkest of times, there can be true joy and hope. I'm Dar, the self-proclaimed queen of joy. I'm living with NBC and have made having joy and sharing joy my mission in life. Join with me every second Thursday as we string together the everyday moments of life that have lightened our hearts and made us smile. Let's use that joy to lift up each other during the difficult times and shine light into the sometimes dark corners of life with MBC. Life's tough. Let's add a bit of joy. With Thanksgiving fast approaching, I thought it'd be a great time to talk about gratitude and how important it is to have when living a joyful life. I'm sure most of us have experienced a time when worry, anger, fear, and frustration has taken us right down a rabbit hole where life just feels like too much. When that happens, one of the tools you can bring to the rescue is gratitude. I distinctly remember shortly after my MBC diagnosis, a day when I walked home from my neighbors and wasn't able to get into my own house. I couldn't remember the code to open the keyless entry. I immediately went into full-blown panic mode. A call to my husband was unanswered, and all rational thinking immediately flew right out of my head. It just so happened that I had listened to a meditation on gratitude that morning, And somehow, my brain found that and went directly to the message. I sat down on our porch bench, closed my eyes, took a few deep breaths, and began to focus on things that I was grateful for. After a few minutes, my breathing returned to normal. My crying stopped, and my husband miraculously called with the key code. Crisis averted. That day, I experienced firsthand the power of gratitude to restore my joy. The next time your heart begins speeding too fast, or you can't control your crying, or you just don't feel like getting out of bed to start the day, try taking a deep, slow breath and list five things in your head that you are grateful for. I often find that this begins to turn my day around just like that. It isn't always a magic pill, but it can be a stepping stone to more joy and peace. Now, all of us living with MBC are very aware that sometimes life gives us difficult challenges, and that can be an opportunity to rise to the occasion. Acceptance, one step in that process, involves not fighting reality. But gratitude means actually embracing reality. Gratitude takes you from counting your burdens to counting your blessings. Brother Steindl Rast states that joy is a happiness that does not depend on what happens. It's the grateful response to the opportunity that life offers you at this moment. Even scientists have weighed in on gratitude. 
They've shown that our brains have evolved with a very negative bias. This is likely the result of needing to be able to focus on what was bad or wrong in order to survive. But it also results in our thoughts immediately jumping to the worst side of life scenarios. Gratitude cuts against that, forcing us to shift our focus to the good in our world. Our automatic reaction to the bad is part of the reason that people are often skeptical of gratitude and think that it is a naive point of view. It's sometimes felt that people who focus on the positive are a bit Pollyannish. But UC Davis professor Robert Emmons and his colleagues found that grateful people do not seem to ignore or deny the negative aspects of life. They simply choose to appreciate what is positive as well. They also found that those who focused on gratitude reported more positive emotion and greater life satisfaction, as well as lower levels of stress and depression. In other words, more joy. So I hope that you're beginning to understand that making gratitude a part of your life, just like breathing, is such a huge help if you're searching for joy. But you can't just conjure up a life lived in gratitude. Unlike being thankful, which exists in the mind, gratitude is an appreciation that comes directly from the heart. It has to be cultivated and practiced. Gratitude without practice is a bit like saying you have faith, but you don't practice the related good works. I've found the best way to do this is to make gratitude a habit. So I'd like to share with you a couple hints that I've used in my gratitude practice. Some of these have worked wonderfully for me, and some just weren't my cup of tea. If one doesn't work for you, move on and find another. As in all things, we are not created exactly the same. Many people use journals or meditation practices to incorporate gratitude as part of their life. The act of writing your appreciation of even the mundane, everyday things like the medication that took away your headache creates a habit of gratitude. I have to admit that I've tried keeping a gratitude journal, but I'm not very consistent with it. So I regularly include a meditation on thankfulness in my morning routine. This can be as simple as walking to a window when you first wake up, taking a deep breath, and giving thanks for the day. One thing I do enjoy doing is taking time every day to show the people around me my gratitude for the little things they do. Tell the cashier how much you appreciate them for being cheerful during short staffing times. Or tell your prime delivery driver how much you were looking forward to getting the package they just delivered. I also regularly hand out Almond Joys to the wonderful folks who take care of me at my cancer center. The smiles I receive when I do these things always make my day. Another way to show your gratitude is to comment on a social media post, send an email, make a call, or actually send snail mail expressing your gratitude for something someone has done or how they've been there for you or others. We often focus on the things people don't do and not on the little everyday things they do do to make our lives better. A quick show of thankfulness reinforces our practice and might inspire someone else to share their own gratitude. In other words, paying gratitude forward. Now I'm going to get a little more serious and talk about scanxiety. 
Now, you might wonder, what does gratitude have to do with the anxiety many of us experience when it's approaching scan time? By using various traditional meditation practices, I was able to reduce scan anxiety in the days leading up to my tests. But I continued to experience anxiety when I was actually having the scans. I've now come up with a way to use gratitude to make this time much less stressful. As soon as I begin my scan, I mentally start thinking of things I'm grateful for, beginning with the letter A and going through the whole alphabet. I don't just mindlessly pick a random word like B for bananas, but try to choose something that has made me thankful in the period since my last scans. By the time I reach Z, my scans are usually done, and I find I often have a bit of joy in my step as I leave the cancer center. To help combat stress during my every day, I set a phone alarm at 10 a.m., 2 p.m., and 7 p.m. When I hear this subtle ringtone, I stop and say out loud, I am grateful for, and fill in the blank. Somehow expressing my gratitude out loud numerous times during my day cuts through the stress-filled clutter in my mind and makes it more effective. Now, many people give thanks first thing in the morning and last thing at night. I have to tell you, I tried that, but I kept forgetting to do it. So now I think of five things I'm grateful for every morning and every evening when I'm brushing my teeth. Now, that might sound crazy, but that way I don't ever forget to do it. P.S. I always make sure I look at myself in the mirror as I do this. Somehow, it seems to make more of an impact that way. Simple, anonymous acts of gratitude is another practice I've recently developed. A few months ago, after a long, difficult day, I was heading to bed when my husband handed me a gift bag he had just found on our front porch. Inside was a small wooden block that had joy painted on it. I searched the bag for a clue as to who had given it, but to this day, it remains a mystery. I can't tell you how much this small gesture lifted my spirits that day. I know we sometimes think we can't make much of a difference in someone's life, but this proves that that is not true. It just takes a few minutes to drop a few cookies off from a batch you've just made or a bowl of soup from tonight's dinner. I've begun to keep my eyes open when running errands for small, inexpensive treats, such as notepads, magnets, or candles, to have on hand when I want to brighten someone's day. Making a habit of sharing unexpected, anonymous tokens of gratitude not only lifts someone's spirits, it grows your own joy. As you develop a gratitude practice, you will find that you are touching your heart as you express your thanks for things in the past, the present, and the future. This conversation with your inner self begins a chain reaction where one moment of gratitude feeds into the next and the next. This causes a shift into joy that you will begin to experience in your life. I love this quote from Melanie Beatty. Gratitude turns what we have into enough. Holidays can certainly get a bit crazy, so don't forget to use gratitude to keep you grounded. Here's an idea I plan to use this Thanksgiving. 
Martin Seligman, the founder of the field of positive psychology, studied what he called a gratitude visit. You write a letter of thanks to another person and then read it out loud and in person to the recipient. This experience provided increased well-being and lower depressive symptoms for the letter writer for as long as nine months afterward. On Thanksgiving Day, I will be turning this into a smaller project by telling each person at our festivities something about them that I am grateful for. I will spend some time in the days leading up to the holiday searching my heart and preparing what I will share with them privately. I'm excited to be able to create some true Thanksgiving this year. Gratitude opens the door to joy and holds your life together. So use this holiday season to begin or strengthen your gratitude practice. I'm wishing you a joyful Thanksgiving. We hope you enjoyed today's Think Joy Thursday. We would like to invite you to join our MBC Life group on Facebook. This episode was written and produced by me, Dar Finkelstein. A special thanks for today's episode goes to associate producer Connor Kinsley for original music and sound design, and our executive producer, Christine Benjamin, Vice President of Patient Support and Education at Share Cancer Support. You can find more episodes of Our NBC Life wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. Check out our blog and full episode notes on our website at OurNBCLife.org. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at OurNBCLife.